Blues fans, for almost two years, you have listened and supported your favorite podcast. Now it's time to get loud and get ready to make some noise tonight, because it's time for the Chirp Podcast. And we're back. I'm back. Let's go. Episode 37 of the Chirp Podcast. Kel's on the mic. Toss it over to Mark. Mark, how we doing? What's going on, fellas? Doing well, doing well. Uh, you know, a big, big development in uh, the world of Rockwood Summit ice hockey. Boys are off to the Challenge Cup quarterfinals for the second year in a row. Uh, big 4-2 dub over Fox last night. Uh, needed to win by two and needed Lafayette to take care of Chaminade. We won 4-2. Lafayette won 3-2. We move on by a goal. And now we see DeSmet in uh in the quarterfinals. So I'm I'm doing all right over here. Sammy, how are you doing, boss? I'm sure you'd like to hear about your alma mater doing well. Always love to hear that. Uh I know Marky's doing a great job over there helping out with the uh with old Justin and making sure the boys are set straight. Uh, I wish I wish whenever I went there Marky could be my coach because I'll tell you what that would be the, that would be awesome going to practice knowing hey we're getting power play time today we're going to be snapping it around tape to tape no sideboards not we're not happening. blocking shots no blocking shots <laughs> everything's with a puck yeah, those are puck, the kind of day, those are the kind of days you look forward to yeah puck bags never going I'm bringing two puck bags if I'm being honest yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that and PT whew, through the oh. roof even better. All right. Well, uh, on the show today, same as every other week, we got news in the loo. We're going to recap this past week, the Ducks series, as well as game one against Arizona. Uh, we're going to preview game two against Arizona t- tonight. Um, and then the rest of the upcoming week with an added wrinkle, I hope. Uh, we got our featured fan, Self-proclaimed number one chirp fan, Jail Rod. So there we go. He's finally making an appearance. And we're going to pick up pucks at the end again with an added wrinkle, hopefully. So, but before we get any further, we got to do numbers. It is episode 37. Three, two, one. Paul Bissonnette. Casey Middlestat. Josh Harding. Those are three great ones. Paul Bissonnette wore 37 on his PTO with the St. Louis Blues. Fucking wow. that, all right. That's <laughs> off the beat. I love the Casey Middlestat one. That guy was fucked at World Juniors. He's, gross, he's playing man. this year. Uh, uh, I think he's played in most of their games. I don't think he's putting up a ton of points, but yeah, highly playing. skilled player, but just needs to beef up a little bit. Josh you know, Harding. Yeah, right. Funny catch. story about that guy. My dad bought one of his twigs, right? Off oh, ProStock.com. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and. I'm, and well, you know about it because you fucking I, sold the twig. Yeah, my dad's just not a right catch. Yeah, so he's not he just a right catch. And he's like, I don't think he knew who Josh Harding was. So it's like, yeah, I mean, come on, boss. Yeah, he just kind of <laughs> had the stick, and then uh, he was just like, dude, I got this thing in my basement, like, and I don't use it. I was like, I mean, I could sell it for you in like two days, easy. <laughs> it was like, less, I think. Yeah, he's like, take it. And I was like, all right. So I took it, took pictures of it, threw it up on Facebook page, uh, GGSU. It was sold within like three hours. <laughs> it literally didn't take long at all. But 
Uh, yeah, if you guys don't, if uh, people out there don't know about Josh Harding, missed the majority of the 2013 year, I think it was, due to being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. But he was able to uh, come back the following year, played 29 games, 18 and 7, 933 save percentage, and after being diagnosed and everything, pretty unreal fucking story. But hung him up after that. But guy's a warrior. He's a middle stat. I like it. I like it. 37 is not too flashy of a number, though. I mean, obviously, the guy where my head went initially was Connor Hellebuck, which... I had yeah. nothing at first. Like, Josh Harding was one of the first that hit me. How do you guys... I mean, I think we all know how we, we all feel about... I'm not a Connor Hellebuck guy. I just not. Like, I'd rather have Jordan Bennington, and I don't think twice about it. Obviously, there's some emotion in there in that, and where I'm saying that, but... Dude, I don't. He doesn't pass good. the eye test for me. I think of Paul Town. <laughs> Let's go. Why did we say that? I just the way they play, dude. Like it's. Just... I'm saying 37. What? Sammy K. Oh fuck guy, yeah. Didn't Why didn't name drop 37? Paul Town. That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Fuck. But yeah, no. I just I think of Towner when I look at Hellebuck. Like they both put like when they make kick saves, like they're leaning over to the right, kicking the left one out, and it's just I don't know. It's weird. They got weird styles, but if they make it work. I don't know. He's a way better option than a lot of the goalies in the NHL as a oh as absolutely. it pertains to starting for multiple multiple games. Yeah, I mean he won a Vesna. He's obviously not. Yeah, he's bad, gross, but, but it's just, I don't like watching him play. No, it's a guy that gets the job done. You know who I feel that way about. A lot of people don't. He's a legend, but watching Dominic Hasek play hockey was just. How dare you? How yeah, dare you? I'm going there. Poorly of Dominic, the fucking dominator. That guy's he's fucking unreal. <laughs> just watching him, it, he's obviously way more entertaining to watch than fucking Connor Hellebuck because it's like he's diving for half of his saves and making them. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's just how I've always felt about him too. It's just like, what is happening right now is frequently what I'm asking myself. When you go back and watch the Dominator play hockey, I don't know. Well, it's hey, hopefully in uh, 2022, we'll do, Connor Hellebuck will be riding some pine, but with an American jersey on it, we can watch my favorite goalie to watch in the league, John Gibson, tear it up. So we got, some, yeah, got that coming we'll, in hot now. And we'll be talking about him, obviously, in this, this podcast a little bit, but uh, we do have that coming in hot. Um, but first... Just to clean some things up, the Vegas game, obviously we previewed it last week. It never happened. Uh, That was rescheduled already for uh, Monday, March 22nd at 9 p.m., as well as the accompanying accompanying move of the Sharks game on February 26th. It's been moved to March 8th, which is also a Monday. Got two nine games out of it, which sucks. Sharks game's 9.30. I don't know if we picked those up. Or if the Sharks game was originally scheduled for 9.30 anyways, but brutal times there, obviously. But uh, anyways, got to mention that uh, that did happen over the the last week since our last recording. Another thing that's happened, Vladdy dropped it on his IG. He's fucking skating again, and that should tickle your peach here and there. Oh, million percent to get that fucking guy back here pretty soon. I mean, he's he's a ways away, but hey, if you're skating, that's a good sign. You're trending in the right direction. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to be overly optimistic about Vladdy Tarasenko or anything here because I know he's been hurt for a long time. 
but he's going to be a fucking issue when he comes back. You you remember that right there because this is a guy. Now here's a guy that built this house. He built everything that the Blues morals stand behind the past decade. It's Vladdy Tarasenko. You think of Blues hockey, you think of him, and he's coming back. And so that Insta story got me going. That's my guy, 91. Like the thing is, like, I mean, last year in the playoffs, he wasn't himself. And it, it was no. really hard to watch. That was a product of him just maybe being forced back into things a little too quickly. Yeah, I agree. We have some, we have some breaking news here. Uh, Break it. Blues have lost a game. Uh, Minnesota Wild have COVID issues next Tuesday's game. Postponed already. Well, all righty then. Yeah, didn't they have like fucking six guys hit the list today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, that, that literally just happened uh, one minute ago. So, um, Here's a game. I don't know if it's a funny one or if, if, if it's a good one, but fuck it. Tis the season. Who's the first player on the Blues who gets COVID? Dude, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Your normal suspects, I don't want to call any guys out, but like. Like your Kairos and Duns. And Blay and Thomas. Yeah. The guys you see at Wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've probably already had it, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> I mean, especially after the bubble showing. You just see. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, he, One of those know, off seasons. Obviously, we have no idea. So it's like, it's kind of irresponsible to be like, all right. But I think there's a tight tightness to the group that it's like I don't know plus with Ryan O'Reilly as your captain are you really gonna fucking go against him and go out and do all this shit in higher risk areas of getting COVID if you haven't had it are you gonna do that to 90 are you gonna look him do you have the balls to look 90 in the eye and say yeah that's on me I wanted some beers and I was chasing some tail that's on me are you do you have the balls to do that I wouldn't no, not a chance. This is a classy team. I don't, that, ain't, that ain't happening. It's a classy team. It's very classy, but I'm going Braden Chen. <laughs> Something about it. You know, he's off to a fucking electric start right now. That you is know. fair. We're going to lose the top guy. Yeah, that's, that's just my thinking luck. behind that's it. We're not going to get lucky enough to where our first COVID case is going to be some bottom line. Love the guy, deal. but we're not going to get lucky enough to lose Kyle Clifford. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Gonna be, it's gonna be gray, gray tinted vibes. Braden Shen with a Y. Here's what I'm thinking: one person gets it, everyone gets it. So we got to make sure that no one gets it. Dude, that's how I felt start. during the uh, Cardinal season. Like, oh, geez, this past year, I was like, fuck, like we're, we've made it pretty far here. A couple months in, like nothing so far. Like we're gross. And then 22 people got it or some shit. It's like 22. Yes, dude. We were out of commission for like three and a half weeks. We didn't because they all ripped the casino. Yeah, that was a rumor. I always thought it was going to be Carlos Martinez's fault. Hundred percent, hundred percent. There was a thing earlier this offseason in baseball offseason where he was like uh, having a maskless party in the Dominican Republic, like a banger, like tons of people there, and uh, yeah, everybody's ripping into shreds. It's like I mean. Who fucking cares? Since we are doing, we are currently in the segment of News in the Lou, and we're talking about the birds. We got this guy, 
Nolan Arenado. Me and Marsh had to fill week. Mark in on who that was. But... Yeah, he's sick. I know who he is now. Yeah, Marsh, or not Mark's bad. not a baseball guy. Oh, farther so. from it. I actually, I had Keller. I had to have Keller explain it to me in hockey terms. He said, "Would Ryan, you agree?" So this is, yeah, this is Blues pertinent. Yeah, I compare it to the Ryan O'Reilly trade. One because I think we robbed him. Uh, and it's similar. They both wanted out. Or Arenado wanted out of Colorado. The Rockies. O'Reilly wanted out of the Sabers. Uh, they're both sick and tired of losing. Uh, they're gross players on just underwhelming teams. Around the same age. Around the same same age, later in their twenties. Um, I think it's safe to say live, not live bet, future bet. St. Louis Cardinals World Series champs. I mean, if he's going to follow in Ryan O'Reilly's footsteps, he's going to win World Series MVP. So you guys can confirm this for me. Uh, I was talking to Aaron's brother, Jimmy, about this whole thing, and he was kind of filming. He's a big baseball guy, so he's he, you know he knows what he's talking about. He was filling me in, and he was just like, uh, that this one might be worse than the 90 trade because they, they didn't get a first-round pick or uh, a guy that's on the top 100 prospects list. Is that true? It is true. Uh, they didn't get any of our top five prospects. Most of our, I think our highest prospect was like nine or 10, but there's a ton of prospects in baseball. So it's kind of hard to like, yeah, as we said, like one, like one out of every 200 guys makes it. Is I don't really know the numbers on it, but in baseball, you can't trade uh, picks. Oh, you can't? You can trade, uh, can, there's compensatory draft picks. So the way free agency works in baseball is uh, if you qualify a guy and, um, he rejects it. So qualifying is like what they deem you to be uh, valued at, I guess. Technically, it's similar to arbitration, I would guess, in, in hockey, but you don't have to trade. They're still free to sign with other people. Uh, well, I mean, it's the same thing, I guess. Uh, you, you lose a draft pick or you gain a draft pick for it. And so it's similar to arbitration in, in hockey, but you can trade those picks that you would get. That you would get. But they're not like... You're not giving up your second round pick to sign somebody in baseball. They're just giving that team an additional pick at the back end of that round. So the baseball rounds are actually oh, longer than however many teams okay. are. Yeah. That makes sense. It's kind of weird, whatever. but it makes sense. You don't lose anything as a baseball team, though. They just and, get an extra pick. And and Nolan Arenado, uh, he's on a six-year, $199 million deal. That's what he has left. Um. They're also paying us $51 million. Yeah, what is that? I don't understand. <laughs> what? They're giving they're us, 50, us mil- $50 million to take they're Nolan Arenado his- from them. <laughs> who, who uh, might I add, is a four-time Platinum Glove winner, which you may have heard of Gold Gloves, Mark. You know, best. Yeah, what the fuck's a position. Platinum Glove? Well, that means you're the best Gold Glover in your league. He's done that four times? Yeah, he's won like eight gold gloves, and he's won the platinum four times. The platinum's not been around that long, probably five years. And we got this uh, guy for five Tage Thompsons? Yes. <laughs> Holy well, I won't go that far. Yes. I think I think Gomber, we traded Austin Gomber, left, left-handed left uh, starter. He, I mean, I think he has potential, but another thing that I would have to fill you in on, altitude in Colorado is obviously I very high. I saw that, yeah. So, Aaron, ball flies like in uh, altitude like flies like 500 foot home runs are way more common in so Colorado. his numbers could dip a little a little bit because we're uh in, in baseball it's hitters and pitchers parks definitely probably a top three hitters park probably number one in my opinion um there uh, where he was playing so half his games he's playing in literally the most 
hitter friendly ballpark. Uh, whereas Bush Stadium's in the it's more of a pitcher's park. It's in the middle of the road though, uh, but more of a pitcher's park. But his numbers might dip a little bit. Well, they will probably, but who cares? He here's the thing. He was driving in like 130 guys, 130 RBIs a year, which you know routinely would lead the league. And I mean, he might drop to a hundred, which is a very oh, good season, no. like an unreal year still. Obviously, yeah, he's only been in the bigs for eight years, and he has four platinum gloves. And the years that he hasn't won platinum gloves, he has a gold glove. So every year he's been in, he wins a he wins a gold glove. This guy sucks. Holy shit! Horrible. He might have to become a baseball guy. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm I'm working my way there. Or at least I'm, follow it. You don't yeah, have to I'm watch it. But you can I have it. updates on my phone now, so. That's you good. have a you have a season ticket holding girlfriend this time though. Uh, yeah, I'd so, have to be forced to watch it. Oh, I will be. I will be. Her entire family is just cardinal fanatics. See, see but baseball's a baseball's a sport that it can be on in the background. Oh yeah, it's, it's not like, like hockey yeah. where it's like you're locked into every fucking pass, Instance. every stride. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, got to get into it. Anyways, enough of the baseball talk. Uh, Jordan Bennington dropped his reverse retro setup. Uh, I love it. Uh, I'm assuming you unreal. guys do too. Yeah, unreal. I think it's going to look obviously a little bit better when, you know, the red on the red jersey because the picture they took was in their Navy practice jersey. But I'm more excited about the bucket than anything. That looks unbelievable. Yeah, like you said, we were, when we were talking to Jared, we really didn't get the best look at it, but it looks fucking sick. So we only really saw the front, the front of the mask. But Sammy, you like it? I mean, yeah, the colors just pop. But this, the thing is that, that we have to wait for now is that the pads look cool, like the glove and the, the blocker were sick and all, but once that jersey's thrown on and you got the pant covers on, it's a completely different setup, you know? So you don't know how it's going to look with the jerseys, but, I mean, it's JB. You know, he's a he's a big sty- style kind of guy. He likes to look good, so he plays good. So uh, He's got to have that swagger. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just going to trust him on this one and just I guess know that it's going to look fantastic. I mean, whenever he leads the boys out for the first time we wear those retros, good night. Good night with him wearing those pads. Well, that will be Thursday, tonight. Uh, Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Good luck, Yotes. Yeah, Um, we'll see. I think the Yotes are debuting theirs against us, too. So, not tomorrow, but... uh, Two weeks. Yeah. So we could be in a world of hurt that night because theirs are pretty cool too. I mean, it kind of feels like you're on acid when you're looking at them, but I still think they're cool. So that's the whole point of them, to be different. I mean, if you're looking for a fucking traditional hockey jersey, you're doing it wrong. So uh, Doug Armstrong, why wouldn't he be named GM of Team Canada for the Olympics uh, next year, 2022? Um, I think his first order of business has to be cutting Petro, no? <laughs> Maybe. I wonder how that phone call is going to go. Yeah, well, I didn't even think about that. That's going to be like, interesting. Like, he's going to be on the team. Hey, so. He's, he's going to be their, the best right-handed defenseman. Yeah, so. I'm not saying best defenseman because Shea Theodore is on the team, and he might be better at that time. Drew Doughty. He already is right now. He's still not the best defenseman on his team. Drew Doughty, Kel McCarr, they're all better than him. <laughs> there you go. I mean, hey, well, how how you not going to name Army the GM of Team Canada? The rest of the league already knows he fleeces everyone and trades and just knows what the fuck he's doing. Just won a cup. Like, I mean, hey, won a cup two years ago. Like, I mean, hey, he's the guy's the guy's best in the business for a reason. 
And with him being named GM of Team Canada, I mean, there's no way Ryan O'Reilly doesn't make this team now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even if it's in like a bottom six role, which it most likely will be, because I don't know if you've ever, you know, looked up who who was a, a, a citizen of Canada in the sport of hockey, but I mean, just a couple guys. I I don't know who most of their roster is. Actually, all of it. Yeah, so, I really don't either. Uh, I mean, if they really wanted to, they could trot out Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon as a first line. What in the fuck? I hate that. The fuck are we going to come back? I mean, you come back with Eichel, Kane, and Matthews? Like, hey, gross. But it's no 87, 29, 97. That's arguably the three best forwards in the league. I mean, what are we supposed to do against that? Nothing. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, no, need to reincarnate Herb Brooks. He's going to put together a roster, and we're so, going to get after it. If that's the case, Jeff Petrie's playing first line. Yeah. <laughs> if that Let's guy, see. if he is not on that Olympic roster, I am fucking rioting. He, you guys he, slandered me last year. We made our USA teams, and I picked Jeff Petrie to be my sixth guy, and you guys looked at me like I had four heads. I need apologies. I he just, apologize. He just registered as a eight hundredth, I think, point the other night. No, no way. No, no chance. Eight hundred points, dude. I mean, you could leave the, it in if I'm just drop dead wrong. Got to be games. It has to be games. It has to be games. I love the guy to death. There is no way he has eight hundred. There's yeah, no dude. shot. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely looking at somebody else because okay. he doesn't even have eight eight hundred games played. All right. Thank Somebody God. just had their 800th point. Jesus Christ. I don't fucking know. Maybe it was Shea Weber because he also played in his thousandth game the other day. So maybe it was Shea Weber. Even then, it's like. That's still a That's still ton. a stretch. It's all right. I ripped some peyote pre-podcast, so we're chilling. Uh, yeah, Weber played his 1,000th, and he's got 577 points. I mean, he's making, I mean, with those numbers, hello, Hall of Fame. But Yeah. 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 I think I know what you're talking about, though. There was someone with his 800th point. Recently, I don't remember who it was, but it was your. Oh no, it wasn't. It was not. He was not on my hockey team. He's playing. He's playing in his 900th game. Claude Giroux is yes. No, but he just. This was last year, though, so it doesn't count. Last <laughs> February, he got his 800th point. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some recaps. Uh, last Saturday, Blues Ducks shit kicking, six um, one. Franchise record for fastest three goals, two minutes and six seconds in. Kyrou had two of them. My guy had Zach had the other. Keep the change, game-winning goal. Uh, you know, obviously we saw that. You know, we we probably weren't expecting the game-winning goal to be scored. Uh, you know, a minute into the game and by Zach Sanford, but it happened. Um, and then just three nothing. Ryan Getzlaff asked Kyle Clifford to go, and they go. Fucking love it. Fucking love it. Classy of Cliffy to step up and be like, you know what? I get it. You guys are done three Cobb in two minutes. <laughs> He's like, I'll throw you a bone and we'll have one right here. You guys see that uh, John Gibson pulled himself. Like he literally got scored Kyrie on to make it three nothing away. and he just skated to the bench immediately. I mean, when it's the fifth shot, I don't blame him. <laughs> Was it the fifth? Yeah, dude. I swear to God, it was. I'm almost. I was I, gonna say less. I'm pretty sure it was the fifth shot. <laughs> well, because 
So we had Kyra had two, obviously. Zach had one, but he actually had two because the reba- he scored on the rebound. And there was another shot mixed in there somewhere, I guess. So there was at least four, but not more than five, probably. I'm 90% sure it was the fifth shot. Anyways, Jordan Kyrou, unreal. He had tossed in an assist as well. Only played fucking like 13 minutes, uh, 12.50. Uh, also got to bring up that Vince Dunn got back into the game uh, after his health bomb scored a goal. It was the sixth one, but it was gross. Top of PP two. He's skating, moving left. I won't say skating, moving left shoots right across two screens. Gross shot in my opinion. Um, And then Sammy Blay got back in the lineup and the lineup hasn't changed since then. Uh, Sammy Blake comes in, doesn't really do anything on the point totals, but he, he gets five hits, in, five big ones. You know, he was ready to get back in there. And the thing I I, I want to bring up about this game is, is no forward. Uh, first of all, Jaden Schwartz led the team with sixteen thirty four in time on ice, which to give, yeah, to give you an idea of like, all right, sixteen minutes, whatever. Ryan O'Reilly plays 20 minutes a night. Jane Schwartz plays 18. And Braden Shen plays 18. Uh, and the highest guy was 1630. So Craig was rolling the beef out there. I mean, you got to when you're up fucking 3 nothing two minutes in. Obviously, he didn't do it in the first period, but second, third period, it's like, all right. I wish he would have uh, let Mike Coffin play a little bit more in this game. I, he got 1456, but would you guys agree that's kind of a game that you got to get him like 17 minutes, just like, God, I mean, you're up. You, you, big. you know, you're going. winning. You, you got to play the guys that need to get going. It's because if you don't want to, if you don't want to play them a lot of minutes against like the better teams, when they're, the games are a little more competitive, then, you know, like you have to do it in those kind of games. And I mean, I agree with you. And it was noticing too, like you didn't see him out there as much as you probably thought you would have in a game like that. But, you know, Mike, I think he's, uh, since we talked last time, we were all saying don't hop off the Hoffman tra- uh, bandwagon yet. And I think he's on like a little little point streak right now. So good for him. Yeah, he had an assist in that game on uh, the fourth. Uh, the No, he was he had the assist on Dunn's goal. He fed him the puck at the top of the power play. Um, Tori Krug, also a guy who didn't really play much in that game. He only played 17 minutes. To give you some perspective, his average is 22 minutes. I like what Craig did, uh, obviously. Because it's like, you know, leading time on ice guy in that game for the whole team and decor was Marco Scandella. It's like, yeah, Mikola got 17 minutes that night, which is above his, you know, 13, 14 a night. So obviously we spread the minutes out and I think you have to in games like that. Well, how many did Mikola play on the penalty kill? Uh, only 219. So, oh, okay. Uh, I that was gonna be like five. Well, Scandella played 341 on the PK. So, uh, and obviously, you know, Justin Falk, 335. Keep the change. PK1 kind of guy. Would like to see PP2 kind of guy there, but you know what? Or PP1 after last night, but we'll get into that. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that was that was game one against the Ducks. Um, you guys have anything to add here? I mean, the game is over after two minutes. Yeah. It's fun to see him score so many goals, though. Before the season started, we knew we were going to be, you know, one of those teams that actually, like, we can score with anyone. Like, you know, your lightning can come into our barn any night, and we're not playing well defensively, but we can can score up there with them. And so, I mean, 
it's crazy because this is not the same Blues team we had two years ago where we could do something like that. And it was poker night that night at, at, at my barn, and I mean, it was three nothing before anybody showed up. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Um, Kyle went too in like the fourth or fifth minute. Yeah. So the Surprise action that, was like in the first five minutes. Surprised <laughs> I didn't get a noise complaint. Yeah, with Kyle was, there. Yeah, well, keep the change. I'll, I'll get a little <laughs> rowdy here and there. Uh, the Blues have. I'll save this stat for the end of till we recap uh, last night's game. But um, yeah, we're definitely scoring a lot more, and they've brought this up in the broadcast a lot. Is uh, we're still a good offensive zone possession team, um, you know, top ten in the league. But we are creating stuff off the rush, which I mean, we won a cup without scoring a goal off the rush. I feel like quite literally. <laughs> So it's it's obviously refreshing to see, and you know we we have some versatility. We can beat you in a, a few different ways, but uh, or at least score goals in a few different ways. Um, so yeah, on to game two. Billy Huso gets the start, gets his first career win. Obviously, that was big for him. It was four one. Uh, the game was you know tighter, competitive through two periods, I would say. But you know, obviously we we obviously came out on top. Braden Shen had two goals in that game. Um, he's a streaky guy, but when he's on, he, he just, I mean, every game, it feels like he scores. Sammy Blay got his first goal. So, um, you know, it, it was kind of weird, just kind of popped out to him and whatnot, but Sammy Blay getting on the sheet obviously doesn't hurt. He's starting to solidify himself on that third line with Rob and Hoffman. Um, uh, PP one got another goal, uh, one of Shen's goals and, uh, Pareko got on the scoreboard too with a, uh, Kind of a weird one. I thought it was a nuke at first, and then it just, uh, you know, it hit something and went in. So, uh, but anyways, I want to talk about Huso for for this game. Obviously, he's the big um, talking point for this game. Obviously, it's big for him to get into the game and you know get into a game, start a game, finish a game, and win a game convincingly, right? It's big, oh, absolutely. For, yeah, it's massive for the kids' confidence and everything. Uh, from what I heard, he looked good. This was another one I didn't really get to see much of, but. He dropped his goals against from like twelve to four, so that's good. I like yeah. that. We're in the right direction. Yep, double digits. Don't want to be there. Mm-mm. And even with those, uh, that that shit kicking against Colorado is is it wasn't him, but you know what I'm saying. And then in that game against the Kings, where we were out to lunch for that game too. Even with all that, is even straight save percentage after this start with the Ducks is is up to nine oh six, which. I mean, yeah, the stats are stats. You can't just take shit out. But 906, uh, considering two games, your team is just not there at all on the ice with you. 906 is impressive, in my opinion. Um, I mean, it's his first crack at the show, too. So, like, the kid's got to settle in a little bit. I don't I don't expect fucking uh, – the. I don't expect an Andrew Hammond situation over here where he stops everything. Name fucking drop. Holy shit. Or Jordan Bennington. I mean, or that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was obviously big for him. And we're going to have to, we're going to, I mean, we, we need him moving forward. It's just the nature of it. Even in a regular season, you need your, your backup goalie to, to get into 30 games and be reliable. Um, he's obviously not going to play 30 games this year, but he, he could probably find himself in 15. And, you know, we got to win half those. At least, um, especially in this division. I mean, this division is not very competitive. You got to think he'll be playing against uh, a lot of his appearances are probably going to be coming against non-Colorado and Vegas opponents. 
So, I mean, obviously he played against Colorado, but that's because, you know, 4-0 wake-up call after two he's getting in. I'm talking starting the game. Um, so, yeah, big for him moving forward. Uh, let's talk about last night's game, 4-3-W against the the old Yotes. Um, let's not bury the lead here. Who is Justin Falk anymore? I mean, dear fuck. I've never seen that guy do something like that, ever. You don't see very many defensemen ever who are capable of making a move or moves like that, considering it's it's just not the norm anymore. You can see how he activated. He caught the puck and just went immediately into the toe drag. And he was able to split the two defensemen. You have Curbs over here calling him Barry Sanders. <laughs> Barry, did you hear that? No, did I did not. Okay, well, I actually was listening to the game on the radio last night for that part. And it was like for five minutes, I was listening to the game and they're talking about Barry Sanders, him and Vitaly. And then all of a sudden, Justin Falk pulls that out of his ass. And here comes, here goes curbs. But, but, but Barry, but, but, but Barry. That is and it's just like, Oh yeah. Justin Falk just dangled the entire team, split the defenseman and just tucked her. You know what I thought happened on that goal is, is I thought he McDavid like chipped it over the, over Darcy's blocker. He didn't. Well, he did, but he did it over his stick. Which no, was, he didn't. It went five hole. That's what I'm saying. He like chipped it over his stick. I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, initially, I thought he chipped it back blocker side away from the way he's moving. McDavid loves that. Um, dude, I've seen Nathan McKinnon score that exact same goal. Like, there is a video of him against the Yotes. He's like wound up for a one t, and as soon as he catches the pass, he toes the guy right in front of him, cuts back to the slot, and rips. I mean, Falk did a little bit more. He went into the net. I mean, McDavid or McKinnon has done that exact thing for a goal. And Justin Falk just did it. Justin Falk. Fuck yeah. That's sinking. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and the then, time is now. Yeah. It was always right now. It's Justin <laughs> Falk time, baby. Um, but before that happened, Blaine Give him Dun- 27. <laughs> <laughs> Give him an A. Yeah. Bla- Blay and Dunn chip in on the assists there, which is nice to see. Those are two guys that have found themselves back in the lineup. But before that, I'm surprised the Blues didn't do an investigation on this one. Um, I think somebody died at the game last night because on Mike Hoffman's goal, that D-man just got fucking sniped. Uh, he just dropped. Oh, yeah, he's blue shit. As Goligoski <laughs> just fell. And obviously, you know, clear lane then at that point, partial break and what a shot. I mean... We've seen that in his highlights, obviously. Yeah, but we were waiting for a goal like that from him, and it yeah. was huge. And he, like, cocked back with it, like, all the way behind his back. It was sick. Same, you got that in your back? I can't say I do, but I'm working on it, so <laughs> give me a fucking break. <laughs> you need, like, a, a 20 flex to uh, get your stick to bend that, that, uh, that much? <laughs> I mean, yeah. If I'm lucky, I won't break it. But then again, if I'm lucky, I will break it because you just never know with me. I'll break one off the face-off or You'll have the same stick for two years. Yeah. It's it's (laughs) one or the other. I'm breaking twigs like you read about or I have the same one with the fucking birth certificate of it from 2017 still rocking. You know what I mean? (laughs) And then it breaks and you're like, warrants you still good on this one? It's like, no, boss. You bought it fucking (laughs) three years ago. (laughs) No, but I can, I can, that's where you need a good old Luke Stouter name drop to be working at total. He's like, oh, yeah. Yes. Fucking, yeah. I'll just pre in a receipt. It's fine. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, obviously that was nice to see. Blade pick up an assist on that one too. He had two apples last night. Um, Vince Dunn gets on the sheet again. Dude, that cheeky little play by Jordan Cairo. Mm. He had the secondary apple here, but he makes some play. He has a puck along the wall uh, at the top of the zone on the blue line, and he just plays it to himself around a guy. Uh, gets it low to Schwartz. Schwartz, you know, shows some patience. Feeds, you know, the the high guy, which is Vince Dunn there, and he rips. First of all, I just like to say that I said last week that was not his last game as a blue. I think both of you did say it was. I thought it was gonna be yeah. just gonna throw that out there, and now he's now he's just ripping like you read about. Shove it up my hoop, I love it. You guys still want him moved? I mean, it, it like it makes sense, but like I, I don't hate the guy pulling on my hockey team if he's still fucking if he's producing like this. I mean, he he aggravates the fuck out of me, but I mean, what if this is what he needed? To because I mean, in prior years, yeah, he doesn't play in every game. But I don't think that it was as clear that we needed him in the last few years. Because you had three, well, two horses in Petro and Pareko. And, like, this year, I, I know we have Krug, but he's not a horse, I wouldn't say. Yeah. So it's like, Dunn's obviously going to play more this year. And if he's healthy, he's going to be in the lineup. Yeah, well, here's the other thing, though, like, that I still, I'm still on the fucking train of, of trading Dunn is the fact of the matter is he's on a one-year deal. We don't, we're not going to have the money to sign him in the off season. Also, there's this little thing called the expansion draft this year. One way or another, this guy is not going to be wearing a blues jersey next year. I don't see a way to where he does um, being the position we are in with our current roster and our prospects and just how good of a player he is. He's a very viable asset and a guy that would be a top four defenseman on a lot of teams and run their power play probably. Yeah, but, where I was going with it, though, what if this is the thing he needed, a wake-up call? Obviously, him and Chief have a good relationship. Chief coached him in the AHL. What if this is what needed he needed to kind of be like, all right, you know, I need to be a more well-rounded player, and the confidence keeps growing. Obviously, it's probably back already, you know, even three games after a health bomb. Is there any world where we don't protect three D-men and we just protect 10 skaters and we protect four D-men? I don't see us protecting him. I really don't. I'd be stunned if we protected Vince Dunn in the expansion. So I have the rules in front of me. If you have a no-move clause as a player, which none of the Blues players do, as we found out with uh, the Petro saga, and they don't agree to waive their move clause, no-move clause, they have to be protected. So we don't have to worry about that. All first- and second-year NHL players and unsigned draft choices cannot be selected. So Rob is not one of those guys. Okay, fair. I thought it was just ELC. But Kairu is, I believe. I mean, it's his second year. That would make yeah. Uh, Rob and Rob and Kairu have the same. Or their ELC expires this this summer. So yeah, but Rob was playing a year before Kairu was. Yes. I mean, Kairu made his NHL debut the year we won the cup. So three years ago, uh, after you know, at this point, it would be three years ago. Three seasons uh, well, ago. No, this, is, this is his third year. He played 16 games, 28 games, 10 games. This is his third year. Yeah, but my, my thing is, is I don't know if there's a games limitation. I don't know. Well, That's... you just said it's first and second year guys at their entry level, right? Yeah, but I don't know what defines a season, though. It's like, like you... 10 games. Nine games. If you play nine games, you burn a year of your ELC. So this is at, this is Kyra's third year, so we'd have to protect him. That okay. hurts. So we're obviously going to protect. If he's this player all year, you protect him. 
plus with how cheap I think he you is. Protect, I think you protect him no matter what. Personally. All right. Well, okay. So then let's just say Kyra's a forward. So that's six. Um, Hoffman's going to be a free agent. Not going to protect him, obviously. Um, I think Perron's going to be a free agent. That's kind of a dicey one. No, Perron, uh, Perron's a free agent in 2022. Oh. So he's probably your seventh guy then. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And then your 3D, you go Falk, Krug, Preco, and then Benny. I just don't, because the other one, only other option, and it's not, it's, it's not 10 skaters, it's eight. So if you don't go the, the only other route, option, the only other option, if the Blues were set on not losing a player, like a Dunn or maybe another guy, like Sunquist. Sunquist is the perfect option. They're like, this guy's the fucking heartbeat of our team, which he is, in my opinion. Uh, we have to leave Sunquist unprotected. If we want to protect Kyrie, which, I mean, at this point, I'm fine with. Um, the, an option. That the you the do only other have... option is is you would trade them a draft pick to not pick a player on your team. Right. Or I mean, a, a guy that you could leave unprotected due to his contract is if you if you were gonna let if he was gonna walk anyway, which I doubt he will. Is Schwartz? He's got one year left. It's just dependent on what you're gonna do with him. Which I yeah, but if Schwartz tells you if Schwartz is classy, he's like I'm coming back no matter what, even if I get picked, I'll just hit free agency. Yeah. True, and then I'll come back like a little. I don't know. I don't know if there's any. They, yeah, they legal wouldn't rules to that. I don't but... think. Yeah, because then if if he, I'm pretty sure, like if that's the case, he was like, I mean, I'm not signing. So you can pick me all you want, but I'm not signing with you. That's the route you go, but you got to get. James I don't know. Schwartz on board with that. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know if that's something you can do. I don't see why you couldn't. It's their fucking decision. So yeah, I don't know. Anyways, there's that little sidebar. But anyways, after last night, obviously. We've talked about him. Jordan Cairo, uh, great play on that feed to 90 backdoor 1T. Uh, Pareko actually, you know, kind of made that play. He took the puck from the blue line all the way to the, the dot in the ozone, pulls up, nice little feed to Cairo. Cairo makes a tough little pass, perfect on the tape, backdoor to 90. Nice to see 90 get going in the, the goal-scoring department. It's only his second goal this year in 10 games. Obviously, it's not his forte, but, I mean, he's still – a 25 goal guy, 20 to 25 cool guy in a full season. So I know we're talking about 90, but just Kairu setting that up, it feels like every time he touches the puck now, every time he touches the puck, something could happen or like is set up to happen. Like he's going to make a play with it or he's going to set someone up or he's going to get a look. And just the fact that it was 90 on the other end of receiving one of his passes, it just looked great. The one T, chef's masterpiece. Um, yeah, and they talked about it in the broadcast last night. Braden Shen, they they said that he was the one that said it. They were like, "What's the difference with this guy the, the last year to this year?" And he didn't even bring up anything skill related. It's like he just is there, compete wise, like in terms of not effort but compete. It's different. We brought this up in the interview there in the talk with Jared. It's just a matter of he's not getting bullied anymore. He's competing. He's everywhere. He's on pucks. He's getting pucks. He's hard to knock off the puck. That's that's the difference this year. And that's what Braden Shen said. And obviously the skills have always been there. That's actually, I mean, you'd have to be blind to not see that. But that's been the difference this year. And that's been unreal, obviously. Leads the team 12 points, 10 games. I mean, keep the change. Fuck going to make our cap situation a little tougher this offseason, but that's a good problem to have. 
Um, so yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Keep playing good. We don't care. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have a chance to win a Stanley Cup and have you be there on the way to help me do it and worry about contract later than, uh, you know. That's what I'm saying. And, and even a guy like that, he's not a guy you're locking up long term, uh, I don't think. He's going to be a two- or three-year guy probably in terms Bridge, of the deal. Yeah. Rob Rob will get more, but Kyra will get around two or three years. All right. Well, why don't we toss it on over to number one Sherp fan, uh, talk about some blues hockey with him for a little bit, and then uh, we'll preview the week on the other side. Now we welcome on self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed, that heavy emphasis on that, number one chirp fan. I don't want to do it, but Mark told me before, and I have to call you Jail Rod. <laughs> I don't know if I have to though, because what, what what's the story behind that? Is there a story behind that? Yes. Yeah. What is it? No one can spell my name right, and I get really annoyed when it's J A R E D. What the fuck it is, is hard the about that? Easiest name ever, but anytime he'd go to a fucking Starbucks, whatever the fuck, wherever someone writes his name down, it's spelled wrong every time. Every time. What are so, some of the What are some of the best ones? I've got them spelled like G E R A D. Do people have to be fucking with you at a certain point? Like, <laughs> yeah. you had a you had a G E R R O D. I remember that one. That one. Yeah. So who threw out jail rod? Was it you, Mark, or was it Tom? Uh, it it feels like a Tom thing. It's definitely a Tom thing, but I I came up with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Tom kind of purposely spelling my name wrong yeah yeah tom started the whole thing where we literally all of us just in our snap group just started spelling it all sorts of different fucking ways like i don't even remember some of the spellings and then i came up with jail rod and it kind of stuck it's j rad yeah j j red j a y well there's some people coming for your title apparently were you the first one definitely to proclaim number one shirt fan, but we unsuspecting to people knowing that you did that. I know a couple people that are trying to take that title. I'm sure you're pissed about it. I mean, yeah, not super happy. (laughs) (laughs) The Derby games watching. So yeah, that's facts. Yeah. You were, you were in the, you were in the stands when the chirp roller hockey team was, was off and going. So I, that that does give you a bump. Sometimes playing. Yes. Also (laughs) that. Yeah. Also that. That's literally when I think I put it on my Twitter bio. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. It would make perfect sense. Oh, man. Well, what we just played your favorite player last week. You and Sammy love this guy, Petro. I'm sure that really got moved. That probably moved you to tears, if I had to guess. Yeah, did your head go through the fucking ceiling whenever Kyra buzzed by him? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most Petro thing he could do, too. No, the most Petro thing he could do actually was the meme afterwards where he just oh. throws his head up to the fucking roof. But yeah, let's say, you know, not get the puck deep and then just get outworked. <laughs> he, so, got bag- he got bagged so hard by Kyrie, he decided to fake COVID so he didn't have to play in the next <laughs> game. And then what happens? The whole fucking team, now the whole team can't play. 100%. I won't forget it. <laughs> I would too, though. 
I'm su- surprised he didn't just remove himself after that. It's like, you know, I don't need to play the rest of this game. It's fucking brutal. I, I you know, yeah, coach. <laughs> yeah, fuck, coach. My, my, my ankle hurts. Is it the Scotty K dry cough and he's out of here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, obviously, you've been playing some bad teams lately. I am willing to call the Arizona Coyotes a bad team. They're a bad team with a sick goalie. Yeah, I mean, he steals a lot of games from you know for them but uh you like what you see from the blue so far obviously you're probably we've touched on this already in the three minutes crew greater than petrangelo are you ready to make that clean uh i don't know it's kind of hard they're really not the same type of player but i do like Krug better than petrangelo in the way he plays who was it i really couldn't compare it's hard to yeah, yeah yeah who was it was it uh you, Sammy, or was it Scotty that said Krug's better last night? It was Scotty. It was uh, Scotty. He's, yeah. Lord knows where his brain was at when he said that. I mean, <laughs> the guy came out of left field and said, this guy, Krug, way better than Petrangelo. And I don't even know if I would emphasize the way better, but, I mean, it, it was out of nowhere. power awesome. play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's not, that's undisputable. But hey, if he's a better defenseman, I don't know about all that. But Yeah. But I'm sure – I'm sure, Jerry, you're just as happy to not see a puck bounce out of the zone every two seconds that Sammy is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, outside of Krug, uh, I, I mean, there's a few obvious ones, but, like, there's a couple guys that are kind of just, like, you're, you're fired up about so far this year. Oh, I mean, my boy Falk. Yeah. Yeah, he's been a Falk guy. a Falk guy last year. Yeah, he's been I a hope. Falk guy since he got here. Uh, I told Mark this yesterday, but – uh. I guess he's my friend. I don't know. Uh, this guy that lives up in Minnesota that we had on our college hockey pod, uh, he played D3 up there, but he skates with all the fucking – I guess if you are you live in Minnesota, you know, you just know everybody that yeah. has ever gone pro in hockey. And uh, he skated with all the pro guys, like, in his training for, like, his whole life. Like, when all the pro guys would come home uh, in the offseason and whatnot and train, like, he would just be skating with them. And he said that, like, Falk, uh, he's known him forever. Like, not known him, but you know what I'm saying. Like, skated with him forever. And that he used to be actually, like, in college, like, right after he – this goes back to, like, (laughs) right after he left college. He was fat, and, like, he really didn't give – not didn't give a fuck, but, like, physically, he really didn't give a fuck. But then just got shredded out. He said the dude has – he said his twig bends like a fucking banana when he shoots. He's (laughs) – yeah, this guy loves Justin Falk, in other words, so I don't fucking know. I mean, we're obviously big Falk guys now, and I don't know how, like, obviously everybody hated him last year, and by everybody, I mean, like, 90% of the fan base. The Falketeers, the guys who bandwagon it this year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm really not surprised. There's Did a- you see that that actually got asked in the interview last night? Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> I did feel a little uncomfortable on Justin Falk's part when they asked him that question because it's just like, I mean. He's no, like, ah, I haven't heard that it. one. No, he just has not seen that. Come on. It's Justin Falk. Like, nobody is active enough on social media to the point to see that in the NHL. Just a random dude. Uh, I'm. He might be listening to this podcast, so I got to be someone <laughs> nice. But, like, I mean, no, he didn't see it. Like, come on. <laughs> 
It's like saying like, oh, boss, did you catch what I said on my last podcast about you? It's like, no, I didn't. I don't care. <laughs> like, unless you said it to me, I did not fucking see it. Uh, but we got to get some, which I think we will. We got to get some Justin Falk, sh- Justin Falk shirts going. I know yeah, Jared. Jared will buy 70 oh, yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait till oh. you see the, the little design we're cooking up, too. There's a mustache. There oh, is. There is. Yep. Oh, That's yeah. the whole point of it. Yep. <laughs> I was hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally <laughs> the whole point of the shirt is the most. Are you a, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I've not talked to you about this. There's some people that have come on here that have shared their concerns about our goaltender. Are you in that boat? Like coming into this year, at least? I mean, obviously we're 10 games deep already and he's, you know, he's almost got a 920 save percentage. So I don't know how. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I think it's hard to be a goaltender in St. Louis anyway because you have a bunch of. Fans, I don't. I don't deal when it comes to criticizing goalies correctly. Yeah, and I mean, like, I don't know if you were more so concerned about fifty, but you were more so. You're more concerned with Billy Huso being. You are Jake Allen's number one fan. Yes. Yeah, that's it's still upsetting. But hey, he's having a pretty decent season right now. So I don't think he's, he's lost. He hasn't lost, has he? I think he has one loss, but he has like a yeah nine thirty something. Yeah, he lost to Calgary the other Point night. Two save percentage or something like that. So he lost to he's he's actually sadly my best goaltender on my fantasy team right now. He's uh, I say sadly because he's not a starter, so <laughs> that's like kind of tough. But yeah, he only lost one game, and it was the other night to Calgary, two nothing. That's number two was an empty netter. I mean, he gave up a goal. Yeah, <laughs> he's my other fantasy goalie. So I got him, Leonard, and. Uh, Vanacek from Washington, which whatever. I mean, yeah, Jake Allen's been by far my best fantasy goalie for sure. Uh, so obviously, Jake Allen, number one fan. We don't get to play, dude. You know what sucks is like we won't get to like. I guess it's good and bad because everybody will be in the arena when he comes back for the first time, since we won't play them this year most likely, unless it's in the playoffs. But like, I wish we could, you know, give him a fucking warm welcome back home. I mean, yeah, shit. that would be sick. I don't want 1,400 people giving anybody a warm welcome home, though. And that's what's going to happen with Petro. I know that if Sammy K and Jared were though, uh, there, though, obviously they would not be doing that. Hey, he would hear us, Jared. He would hear, hear us. Hear us. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, yeah. Make a big sign with 7-2 over 2-7. Yeah. Oh, boy. We wanted them. We wanted – I mean, I don't know how serious it was, but I mean – we wanted Justin Falk to go back to 27, 100%. Obviously, classy guy, he's not going to do that. But how fucking unreal would that have been if he went back to 27? <laughs> Jared would have bought a jersey in seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, where, where has – where's Jordan Kyrou come from? I mean, obviously, we've all thought he's been sick, but, like, I mean, he has 12 points in 10 games. Yeah. I mean, obviously, no, but did you even expect him to, like, play regularly this year? Honestly, not really. I didn't. I don't Maybe know either. you two, nope. Sammy or Mark, but I, I, well, Sammy's on the all-star bandwagon, so. Yeah. I started that bandwagon. I did not, I did not jump on this bandwagon. Oh, no, you didn't jump on, you started the fucking thing. That, that's poor yeah. wording on my, he on my end. That. He built it. Uh, <laughs> I did. And he backed it up. Well, so far, yes. Let's go. 
Do we think he's like that player? Do we think he's a point per game player? Or well, let's start off. Jared, do you think he's a point per game player? Like actually. He keeps playing the way he is now, a hundred percent. Dude's playing unreal. He's got the wheels for it. That's what yeah, wheels. Uh yeah, sure, I forget exactly what it was, but like took the hit to make a play. Like he's playing all around hockey right now. So Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw it. A good good point to bring that up. Uh JR put out an article on the athletic just about the complete difference that uh from last year from Kyrie's game to this year just there if you watch he had like a bunch of little clips from last year of Kyrie's game to this year and there were there's like f- five or six of them of Kyrie just like trying not I wouldn't say like his lack of work ethic but just his lack getting of bullied getting, yeah and like not getting into the dirty areas and shying away from everything like there's one where instead of supporting the puck down low in the corner with the defenseman, he's sitting high on the wall waiting for the puck to come there so he can get it out. Now you see him whenever that puck's in the corner of the defenseman, he's going in there and he's going to help and dig it out rather than waiting for it and to chip it out. So it's just his compete level is at his compete level is at a whole other spot. Will you be a guy who spends money to go see a blues game this year? Uh, I mean if I have the money. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> saying well well, so let's say it's fourteen hundred right now. Three hundred, I think they give away to medical workers. So it's eleven hundred tickets up for grabs. I mean, you got to think the pricing on that. I haven't looked into it. Is probably astronomical. Well, is, it still, is it still season ticket holders that get first crack or what? Yeah, but I mean, you can flip those on the on oh, like StubHub yeah. or something. I mean, I would. I don't know if I would actually because it's been a year, but like. Uh, much I can sell. You can make you can make some unreal money <laughs> on the black market right now for blues tickets. I can make a one ticket like that's pretty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who's a uh, who's a guy or two that you've been uh, in on this year? I mean, we're starting to play a lot better, in my opinion, at least. But we're in the first in uh, our division, so I mean, it's kind of hard to fucking nitpick here, but. Who, are there any guys left on the team that you're not a fan of, in other words? Because Petro's gone, so. Uh, no, everyone now. I'm fine with. Jared's a happy <laughs> fan now. Yes. <laughs> was he all? Was he always the only guy? Uh, pretty much. Oh well, Vince Dunn's still here, which kind of sucks, but he's been playing better, so I can't hate on him as much. So what I you, guess you were your- on the healthy scratch Vince Dunn bandwagon. Yeah, well, after that game, like, who wasn't? You can't play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, and say, what's your biggest gripe with twenty nine? Just think he makes kind of stupid plays in the D zone. Yes. Yeah, and he's he is inconsistent in the D zone. Like he's great with the puck and everything. <laughs> There's a reason why he's on the power play, but I mean, he does make some pretty stupid mistakes. What? What's what's stupid about getting put in a fucking washing machine? On the blue line. I don't know what's dumb about that. No, there's nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you... I don't know if you just learned about this 10 minutes ago, but you're a fucking captain now. That's pretty sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just learn about that? Yeah, what'd you say? I heard some chatter. Tom was saying something about it, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, we were ta- literally how... It- it, like we were taught as me, Wingo, and Tom. It's just like, all right, so like when we go to tourneys, 
we need somebody to put because Tom, if you're going to play on the double A team with like Mario, and then we need someone on the A team to handle all the paperwork and actually make sure we play games. Because I don't want to do it if I'm not fucking playing or anything. And we're just like, and literally, me, Wingo, and Tom, like, literally at the same time. Tom sent it first, but, and Wingo said the same shit. Or like, we were all typing Jared at the same time. So, hey, yeah. unanimous vote. Good. I feel appreciated then. Yeah. We got a lot but of faith in you. That, I don't know that, if that's That means they have not, faith but... in you. Yes, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, considering the other options, probably the best route. <laughs> <laughs> Who That's we talking? not a captain-like quote right there. I <laughs> <laughs> Who are we talking besides, like, Tom that uh, could have even been in, in the discussion? Like, Tom would have, but Tom's playing D on the double A. That is the thing. So, like, yeah, so Tom would have just ran the A team. But, I mean, options are slim pickings on the A. I don't even know who else. I don't even know who's all on our yeah, team. Yeah, uh, I don't either. I mean, we haven't really got. <laughs> You're the that captain. Far. You got to get it fucking together. Well, I was I was getting a team together, and then they're like, "Hold on." Is that for the the, the or, Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's where the, all the bullshit came in because AAA got scrapped, and then it was a shit show. Speaking of letters, Marky, what are the odds we can get a little A patched on my uh, my old? <laughs> We can make that happen. Wingo's dad could probably do that. I'll switch. I'll switch with someone for home and roads or something. We only have to do one set, but I think it'd look pretty gas. (laughs) (laughs) We get a rotation going. Amy, did you get 94? Yeah, I think, right, Mark? Yeah, you did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) I had to ask him because I was like, I mean, this kid has seven numbers. of 15, 94, 88, 11. I didn't know what to pick. I'm everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> what are you rocking, Jared, for number? Oh, 17. Yeah, All... he's a 17 guy, yeah. Where does that come from? Tony, I don't even know. I've literally had that number since the Skadium days. Yeah, a long time Skadium, ago. Skadium, baby. <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, concrete, fl- concrete floors, baby. <sighs> oh, man, what a barn. Is... <laughs> yeah, the hell of a barn. Yeah, little known fact, I don't know if you two know this. Jared's a, so Jared was he's a good hockey player in high school and everything like that. He's actually pretty gross at soccer. I'll soccer. Pump his, I'll pump his tires a little bit. Yeah, he was na- he was actually nasty. Where where were you supposed to go? Uh, University of Colorado. Yeah, that's what it was. Are, are there? What are the there, fuck happened? His, cap. He, yeah. Old cracked. I don't know. He fucked up his kneecap. So we're like kicking a ball is probably not the best idea. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. It's all right. You'd have failed that anyways. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, love it. There's definitely things that are legal in Colorado that would have been more fun than soccer. So. It, would have, it would have hindered your soccer playing abilities? Not even abilities, uh, conditioning. Yeah, that would have been the best part. Yeah. <laughs> I can play sports. It's fine doing Where, that. So. Where'd, you, where'd you play? Uh, did you play, like, uh, midfield back were you there's no way you were a striker no way center mid <laughs> yeah I thought yeah I thought you're a big center mid, center mid guy classy yep. that is so classy how long everything did... rolls through you I yeah. love it how long did you play soccer yeah 17 years there's a 17 I'm kidding yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. 
Uh, well, the Blues obviously play tomorrow, I guess, tonight, uh, if you listen to it on Thursday. But I mean, you got to think we're going to hopefully run through the Coyotes again. Uh, you got a prediction for tomorrow night. I would, uh, I would also think the same goalies are going to start. That's, yeah. I think in 3-1 tomorrow. You're really good, okay. guys? Because I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I bet the I bet the under yesterday, and I got fucked. I mean, I, I was expecting 3-1 yesterday. It was 4-2. Over, under a 5.5. I got fucked. Where she uh, goes sometimes. Do you uh, throw any money on some hockey games? No. Oh, you should. I don't win that stuff. Either. No, he doesn't throw money on Blues games, so then he can have money for beer during Blues games. That is also true. Kevin Hayes won me a guy. slight. Kevin Hayes won me a slight three hundred this weekend. Oh, yes. Yeah, wasn't it a four pick parlay? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. It was twenty. I won like two ninety. Pretty gross. Kevin Hayes game winner in overtime. I need a Flyers money line, and uh, goes to OT. Flyers are up three one. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. No way. They blow it in the third. Goes to overtime. Like, I don't know, minute 40 left. Barzell high sticks somebody who's on my fantasy team, which could have used a goal or not there. But I'm more focused on three and a bucks at this point. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, talked on the power play. Kevin Hayes. Keep changing. I heard a stat about him today, by the way. They are like – in his tenure with the Flyers, they are like 26-1-3 when he scores a goal. Is that good? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, my God. Guy, right? We could renew our Rob Thomas, Kevin Hayes bet if you'd like, Mark. Okay. We, we had that last year. Yeah. Actually, and I won. Yeah, you did, but we didn't put any. Jared, we had a bet last year. It was gentlemen's, of course, because Mark would hate to throw money on anything. I would have for that. <clears throat> Points per game, who's going to be higher, Rob or uh, Kevin Hayes? And I lost. By like .05, I think. Yeah. It was like .68 to .62 or some yeah. shit. Not by a lot. Sammy, where'd you fall on that? Were you on the Rob train for that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I was I was doing the math after every time Rob got a point. <laughs> I'm adding up Rob's points. I'm doing dividing it out making sure uh making sure we all know us three we knew who was in the lead so math guy Bob, by a slight margin i do remember that yeah it was yeah. decent there's a weekly update with that it was pretty chase i know that uh you said you really don't have any concerns with anybody on the team right now i would love and maybe get your take on this i would love if he just actually shot the puck he has four shots in 10 games like I don't know if who Rob, Rob. he has four shots in ten games. Not like, enough. No. I don't know how. I mean, it's fine if you're a playmaker. It's great. Love it all day. Nick Backstrom. That's him. But he still shoots the puck way more than fucking four times in ten games. That's that's Jared's hard to Thursday. irritate me. That's Jared's Thursday numbers. What didn't no, he's got four talks. Oh, yeah. oh usually usually he just dishes. Yeah. Can't miss the net if you don't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learned that a while ago. <laughs> you can't rim it uh for a fucking two on o the other way if you don't shoot. 
Yeah, you guys are both coming in on a two-on-one. You got the same voice in your head before you shoot. <laughs> Don't ever fucking shoot. Hit Don't the net! Shoot. Oh, Hit my God. I still hear Donnie's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm about to clap it, and I just hear, Don't shoot that. So then I don't. <laughs> so then I don't. Don't shoot that. The amount of times score a goal and just come back to the bench, your dad be like, You had so and so. Well, he's like, Good job scoring, but that was a dumb shot. And I was like, Well, it went in. So, yeah, <laughs> what, what do you want me to do? Sam, are you allowed to shoot the puck in Don Hager's eyes? Uh, depends if I'm playing with Riley or not. If I am, <laughs> then no. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredibly fair. Holy shit. But if I'm not, Donnie's just like, you know what, Sam? Go have yourself one. Do do what you got to do. Look, I know you're probably going to fucking take one after the whistle. That's fine. As long as you score before that whistle. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. That is cheese. Uh, We we brought up shots. Uh, Mike Hoffman's shot was unreal last night. Gross. That was so gross. By the way, uh, there seems to be some confusion on Twitter. Anytime I tweet something with the word gross in it, people think that I'm talking negatively. I I guess that just is them telling on themselves. I don't know. They're not well-versed. No. The way she goes. Like uh, Bennington's setup. By the way, do you like that? Do you you like it? Yeah. Yeah, Especially is... throw it with the like it looks it looks weird with a practice J, but oh my god, they're gonna look unreal with the. I wish I wish they would have uh, tweeted more pictures of his actual uh, bucket because the bucket looks unbelievable. Yeah. It has the fat ass vintage logo on the side. It's like kind of sparkly a little bit almost, uh, which I guess sounds kind of feminine describing it, but <laughs> no, it looks unreal. It pops real nice, but they only like yeah, at least on the front like they only tweeted the front picture of it, so it's like. I don't know. We're wearing those Thursdays, so we'll find out soon. What do you? What do you? Do you like the reverses? Oh, I think they're. I like them. I think they're pretty sick. Sammy didn't like them until he got one with number ninety <laughs> on the back. Yeah, tough to look bad with O'Reilly ninety on the back of it. <laughs> Any <laughs> jersey? You, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Kiwi jersey, I would have fucking rocked it. I think. <laughs> I don't care. Seven two when I get my reverse retro though. That's oh, 100 And you should yeah. you should artificially infuse an A on there because he fucking needs one after he went. Uh, Mark Stone. Yeah, come on. That was so sick. Oh, my God. I don't know why Pareko has an A, if I'm being honest. Uh, that's got to get yanked, right, when Tarasenko comes back? 100%. Yeah. Do you, do you like Tarasenko, Jared? He's kind of polarizing amongst Blues fans, weirdly yeah. enough. Yeah. I love Tarasenko. Yeah, I mean, he's skating again. But there's people that don't like him. They think he's lazy. They think he's this. They think he's that. I'm like, dude, he won a cup. What do you mean? He was unreal. When he's healthy, he's an automatic 30. How do you not like that guy? Well, because, you know, in the – I do we think this happens in other hockey fan bases? I mean, it has to, I would hope. Or Blues Blues fans is senile that we're nitpicking the effort of a 30-goal scorer. I mean, no, it doesn't. It's only Blues fans. It has to be. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, You're saying it's like, I said, hopefully it's another, you know, fan base. But that's what I'm saying. I just don't want. I mean, 
as ours, to be honest. It's ours is pretty brutal. The thing is, though, is like St. Louis has become like a pretty solid hockey city at the youth level. So it's like, I don't know. You would think you would have more fans, kids and adults with the adults, you know, taking their children to their games that they would just know something about the game to where it's like, I mean, what, why are we shit talking a 30 goal scorer for his effort? I don't know. Cause it's not like he doesn't work for his goals. It's like, Literally the vintage Flatty power move. How do you yeah. hate on that? That uh, screams yeah. effort. <laughs> yeah, what, the one on fucking Bishop. People forget the about playoffs? that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know if you could actually forget about that. That actually is disgusting if you forget about that. <clears throat> oh, man. And, uh, me and Jared and, and Sammy have a new spot to watch Blues games, though. That is true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which location? Yes. Arnold. Arnold. Hot shots in Arnold, baby. Big time sponsorship for the country puck boys. Beers and roller hockey. Literally, that screams country puck. I, we've talked about it already in this uh, little you know, discussion here. I, I, we've never mentioned what we were actually talking about, though. Country puck. Up and coming roller squad club. Oh. Yeah. yeah, not the, just a squad uh, anymore. It's an, it's organiz- it's an organization. I will gladly take an office role on that fucking organization. Just throwing it out there. I'm putting my application in right now. You could give me Sammy's A if you'd won. Mm-mm. Can't happen. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. could scout uh, A team players or A players for me. And there you go. Yeah. Oh, you fucking head scout. Yeah, you're GM and head scout of the single A team. There you go. What is uh, Sammy? What were you head scout of? I forgot. What was that joke about? We used to always call you Head Scout. I can't remember why. I was your guys' Thursday night Head Scout. That yeah. is right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because he showed up to our first game and literally and we played for and shouldn't have, obviously. Well, the first game we came to watch, first game I should say, the first game we came to watch, we all fucking got off the rake and looked at our foes. He all sent us a Snapchat. Not looking for the best players, Craig. I'm looking for the right ones. <laughs> <laughs> if oh, you were listening yeah. to this podcast and don't understand that quote stop downloading our podcast that's throw your phone as far as you can (laughs) you call yourself a hockey fan there we go jared getting in on it fuck (laughs) oh my god well last thing before we get out of here uh what do you have to say to let's just call him by name cole mudra who's coming for your number one chirp fan title i asked you about it at first but i'm gonna Throw this guy's name out there now. All right, he plays at Maryville right now. Uh, I mean, I can talk for an hour. He's coming apparently. I don't know. I mean, he blows my phone up in every game. I love it. Oh no! You you should start doing that. I guess one of our phones. I mean, I can. (laughs) Marky will not reply. (laughs) I will. I will. I will. Maybe 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 not that often because he sends me green text messages, but oh yeah, forgot about that. Forgot about that. That's what'd you so say? Tough. What'd you say? I'll just snap you then. That worked. See, there we go. Common ground. I love it. See, but the green. Yeah, I did toss him that. Look at that. What? Show it again. 
There it is. Number one Chirp fan. There it is. He's got the background. He's got the phone background. Only two other fans have that. Uh, only two fans have that now. Uh, Jared and Coots. I sent it to Coots after he came on. And he literally loved it. It's probably we should send it to too. Cole. He came on. We should That's send fair. it to... We should send it to... Everybody the other Sammy. Or our guy, motherfucker. Brandon! There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, I wish you could have seen this guy. He was a fucking beauty. He had his hair down to his fucking shoulders. He was crushing what appeared to be some whiskey sort of cokes. whiskey coke. And watching concoction. the World Juniors and watching like Germany, Switzerland while he was chopping <laughs> it up with us. It was so funny. He's a beauty. Oh, my God. Honestly, would you guys have not been surprised if he told us he was Canadian? Oh, not even a little. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm actually from Winnipeg, but I moved here. One of those things. <laughs> All right, well, don't want to take too much time. Obviously, uh, what, two weeks now? Wear the C on your chest, get her done. Got to get a team together, though, so I guess that's your first order of business. Yeah, I think you're halfway there. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to find enough players where I don't have to skate. There you go. That's always the goal, right? All right, well, thanks for coming on, obviously, and uh, – We'll let you have the title, I guess, for now. Deal. I think it's, it's a week to week basis, though. All right. It's like it's a lease. It's like a lease every week. Any closing thoughts, kid? Who's oh. one in the cup? Got it. <sighs> no doubt. All right. There you go. You heard it. All right. Peace, buddy. Peace See out, Jared. Bye, Jared. Bye. All right, number one chirp fan, Jared Jailrod. Country popping on, like Captain Jailrod. There, there it is. Get your Jared. squad together. Fucking clock's ticking. Is yes, there a couple weeks? But game two preview tonight, Arizona. Uh, Got to expect it'll be Kemper versus Benny again. Um, I wouldn't expect any lineup changes for the Blues. No injuries. No new injuries. Uh, I don't think Bozak's anywhere near to coming back, so he's not gonna be in. Um, so I'd expect the same lineup where let's make some predictions on tonight. Uh, I think it's going to be tighter, but I don't know, dude. I forgot to bring this up earlier. The Blues have scored four more goals in four straight games now. That's we're, weird. We're that team, dude. We're that team that can score with you. Got to be ready for a big, big physical game. And you got to be sure that your sticks are hot or else you it's going to be a blowout. It could be five straight games. I can't even remember what the score was. No, because the game before the Vegas game was uh, the Kings. We only put up three, and they were two late ones. So, yeah, four straight games, four goals. Um, yeah, what are we thinking? Let's do scores, game winners. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll start. Um, uh, it was 4-3 last night. Or, yeah, 4-3 last night. I think we'll keep the trend going. We're playing well, but it's the second game. Uh, we kind of shook that off against the Ducks a little bit. The second game scaries, but I still think we'll put up four. I'm going to go 4-2. I don't think they get a, a late third now uh, to, to push it to 4-3. I'm going to go 4-2. And uh, for a game-winning goal, um, give me Robert Thomas. We need him to score. Give me Robert Thomas. I like it. 
going four one. Absolute Benny game in the in the reverse Jays new setup. Guys gonna be shut down. I mean per use, but he's gonna be even, he's gonna be just that same old Benny that we see every time. Four one dub. Give me seventeen. Give me seventeen with the with the with the G dub. Okay. What do I like here? I like. Let's go. I like the I like the Blues scoring at least four. Let's go. Five one Blues. Okay. I like the game winner, second goal. It'll come in the first period. Let's say Ryan O'Reilly. Love it. He's back. Dominating He's so victory back. for the boys. Yep. Love it. Uh, rest of the week, uh, we got Colorado this weekend without Nathan McKinnon, without Devon Tage, without a few other guys. Uh, that's obviously big. Um, more hinting at fucking Nathan McKinnon. Not being in the lineup. Uh, both afternoon games, 2 p.m., obviously Saturday, and then Sunday before the Super Bowl, obviously not going to play a night game. Come on now. Um, 2 p.m., both games on Fox Sports Midwest. Do we want to stick to our plans to stream the game on Saturday? That's what we want to do. We might have to. Mark. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Do you not have pumpkin patch dates or it is uh, february yeah i know uh pumpkin patch dates or no i do not have an ice grocery store dates or uh i don't know what is this guy saying fucking apple picking dates i don't know you got some weird shit that comes up here and there hey you know i do shit that's the way she goes well the pumpkin patch is forever going to be ingrained in my head because it's on your instagram so it's a fresh, yeah. it's it's a chirp that's out there that's for the taking. I mean, I, I can took a picture. Pull. I liked the picture. I fucking <laughs> thought I deserved that after carrying the pumpkins around for an hour because they didn't have fucking carts. Pumpkins. Yes, pumpkins. Surprised your fucking wiry arms could handle that. You, know, you can get a wagon? Yeah. Are you a pumpkin patch rook? They didn't fucking have them. That was my problem. <laughs> no wagon, no Sam. Unbelievable. <laughs> I couldn't fucking find one. Everybody else had a fucking wagon, but they're like, oh, they're right over there behind the barn. It's like, they're not there. What do you, what, what am I supposed to do? Did you have I to can, wear your I, masks or the pumpkin patch? Yep. That's horrible. Yep. Uh, well, whenever, and then when we went apple picking, we didn't have to wear them because like, we weren't buying See? Anybody, so. Apple picking. I pulled that out of my ass and it has happened. Day. It was the same day. <laughs> Literally, it was a pumpkin. Did you go to Eckerd's for it all? Yeah. Yeah, the same day. Go. So it was like, whatever. Uh, Eckerd's. I remember going there back in the old day. You should go at night one time. Same. In the fall, dude. Around Halloween wagon, time. Yeah, they had the wagon rides and big ass bonfires. Such a time. And now, obviously, the last time I was there, I was like 11. Now you could just get some beers there. Yeah, that sounds way more decent. It was <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It was I like think you are actually allowed to bring your own coolers too, or you were at the time. I remember people being there with coolers around a bonfire. That's kind of decent. Yeah. So yeah, just got to keep that in mind. Uh, and then next week we broke it in the first half of the podcast, so the road trip will not begin on Tuesday. Uh, hopefully Thursday is still on for the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Seven p.m. Uh, on Fox Sports Midwest. I. I mean, that game's going to get made up at a different date. Obviously, like the Vegas game um, has already been rescheduled, so we'll just be keep our eyes out for that. Uh, we're going to, you know, Wilder, a frisky team. That's not a given. 
in my opinion. So Bill Guerin's got the fucking show running up there. It's never a given in this league. Especially when Bill Guerin's on the other side. I don't care if he's fucking playing or not. He's playing his old squad. Yeah. I was at Bill Guerin's 1,000th game. <laughs> Let's go. How do you remember that? It's a true story, dude. I remember it. <laughs> ceremony before the game, it was touching. It was like his first season with us. He was in a. He was I think a he was only here for one year. Star with us too. Bill Guerin's gross. Oh yeah, he's a big shootout guy for us. Back when shootouts. Massive. USA Hockey Hall of Famer, also, I believe. I believe. I'm Friend cool. of Nick Berger. I'm, I'm looking this up. Coach of Nick Berger. Nick Berger, coach. Bill Guerin in the USA Hockey Hall of Fame. Keep the change. Love it, actually, if, if we're being honest. Um, okay, so that's the rest of the week. Um, pick up Pucks, Andrew Marsh, you're my bitch. Uh, he's also one-on-one ESPN's bitch. Fucking working the board up there. Can't think of uh, being any, any bigger bitch. He's Alex Ferrario's bitch, more importantly. He's, and Chris Kerber and Joey Vitale. He works the, Alex, uh, friend of the pod. Yes, he works the uh, he works the board for the Blues games up there, and I think some other stuff, but mainly the Blues now. Um, so yeah, he's behind the scenes guy for all your radio broadcasts when Chris Kerber's throwing out Barry Sanders name drops. Barry, Barry. But anyways, like we do every week, let's pick up some pucks. Check out the Easter streams. Twitch.tv slash STL Chirp. New item on this pick up pucks. Couple of them. We mentioned it already. Uh, if we do decide to stream Saturday, which I'm going to go 60 40 yes. So just count on it for now. Uh, that'll be on Twitter. It's going to be via Periscope. Real easy. You just join in on your phone, rip it up in the chat. We'll be watching the game together, obviously. And then uh, also new item Justin Falk t shirts. We touched on it with Jared. We're going to have to drop those because this guy's hot name is a fucking hot commodity right now in the city of St. Louis. We got to get on that. Mustache included. Hopefully we'll have those out within the next week or two because I'm fired up. I need one of them. Long sleeve, short sleeve. Love it. We need them. Um, of course, if you want to join the show, talk, uh, rip it up. Or if you want to just provide some feedback on the show, let us know. Uh, moving forward, we're always open to chop it up. DMs are open in uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we need... I'm going to reach out to a guy. Not a fan. Uh, an actual guy. Uh, he said he would do our podcast in the past. I actually had two guys uh, recently that have said they would do it. See if they'll be on next week. Hopefully, uh, they'll be on. One's a one's a blues guy. One's a national guy. But we'll... we'll, we'll I'll try and get those guys for next week so we uh, can bring a different angle to the podcast. Um, but anyways, that is all for the show. Mark, when can you listen to us? Thursdays, baby, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and whatever whatever other app you seem to have on your phone that plays the old podcasts. Make sure to like, rate, subscribe, share the podcast, throw it on your Snap stories, Instagram stories. I mean, dude. Be a G. Grow the game. That logo, when it pops up on your Snapchat story, your Instagram story, it pops. We have a, f- I hate pumping tires, but our logo is gross. So, I mean, in, just in 
terms of eye appeal, I think you got to share it. Just be like, fuck, this logo is gross. Make that your caption. I don't know. Do whatever you Just want. Just get after it. Just make a caption and post it somewhere. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, parting thoughts with Sammy K. Uh, last two weeks, same couple of guys. We going that route again? I am going that route again, and here's why, Kels. Our defensemen, our top three guys, Tory Krug, Colton Preco, Justin Falk. Justin Falk is third in points out of those three guys, but he is by far playing better than those Tory Krug and Colton Preco. And I hear all this stuff that, about points, points being everything. You can't let Petrangelo go. This guy scores so many points. You can't let him go. You can't let him go. Then again, you have your best defenseman down here. He doesn't need to score points to look like the best defenseman. Look at what he's doing. It's Justin Falk time. He he's leads the out. NHL in plus minus, at he least does. as of uh, the other night. He's our plus guy. 11. And he is officially back. He is so back, which makes me back. And he's got three goals, too. So, I mean, hey, guy's doing it all. My parting thought, it's time to activate your Justin Falk muzzies. I got to clean mine up a little bit. I'm starting to get uh, the beard back in. I'll clean it up tonight. Have no worries. Sammy's activated his. Mark's too big of a bitch to activate his. But um, we recorded a podcast the other day, our college hockey podcast. Marsh has activated his. So, hey. I'm the odd man out. (laughs) Mark might have to pick up pucks now. That's fine. I will pick. pick, uh, That's fine. That's fine. Anyways, uh, that's all that we got this week. Uh, Like Mark said, get after it every Thursday. We'll be back next week. Let's get the fuck out of here. Later.